I'm Bob Sullivan, the new host of AARP's The Perfect Scam Podcast. And with Frank Abagnale and other top fraud experts, we're bringing you brand new episodes of America's most shocking scam stories. I got an email alerting me to 22 accounts that had been opened up in my name. Scam was masterfully designed. New episodes available now. Subscribe to The Perfect Scam Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. What's up? Not a lot, dude. How you doing? Good. Uh, you watching SmackDown right now? Yeah. Main event. Oh, okay. Yeah, they, did they save the Brock versus Kofi for main event? Yeah. Okay. How far into it are you? Uh, you want spoilers? No. Well, I, I already got spoiled. So is it already over? Match is five seconds, so now we got. So, I don't know who this is, but we got a beefcake walking in. I bought beef. <laughs> this is a uh, Kane Vas- Vasquez or something. I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Oh, uh, Velasquez. Yeah, he's a UFC guy. <sighs> yeah, that just took an unfortunate turn. Yeah, doesn't it suck? Uh, no, no, God damn it, no. No! <laughs> I know, I was like, I had a feeling Kofi's end would run, or his run would end, but I don't know why they did did my man like this. Seriously. Like, that was a good-ass run. That was, what, six months, or close to it? Yeah, he just got one F5, and that's it. And then, Ray it, walks out with Kate Velasquez. It doesn't fit the, uh... It doesn't fit what Kofi's been doing at all. No. He's supposed to be a warrior, and he gets knocked out in the first five seconds. Yeah, like, he's beat a lot of legit people, and now he gets one F5, and that's it. I couldn't believe that. Well, I mean, clearly they're pandering to a Fox audience here. This is... Yeah. This is something else, you know? Yeah. So, did you watch, so apparently you watched the whole SmackDown? Yeah, yeah, I watched the rest of it last night. So, are you just, uh, TiVoing it, or how, whatever that is nowadays? Uh, yeah, DVR. 
DVR. Is TiVo still a thing? <laughs> I think they're somehow out of business. Probably for the original people who got it, like uh, old people. I don't know. That's a good question, because like, cable boxes just do that shit now. So if you have cable... Yeah, I mean, TiVo was out when we were, like, before high school. Was it that long? I swear, like, I remember, um, like, people doing it with sports games. Uh Uh-huh. Yep, introduced in 1999. Wow. That's crazy. Like, that's that's the immediate follow-up to the VCR red record button. Yep, TiVo. Huh. I can't believe I just said, did you TiVo it? I'm, I'm not here for this. God damn it. Cain Velasquez is just like up in his crotch throwing blows and Brock's covering. Like, this is UFC. This isn't WWE. Yeah. Well, he did a spine buster. Neat, Kane. Let's get the real Kane in here. <laughs> yeah. We only got room for one Kane in this house. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Oh, I'm not a fan of Brock having the title. It's I mean, just... I would be under any other circumstance, but take it off Kofi in five seconds and then bring in a UFC guy. That's not that's not my ticket. Oh, it's whack as fuck, dude. I uh, like I don't mind Brock at all. He's actually pretty good. Oh yeah. Like he. Yeah, I love the heat that he gets. Yeah, and he can sell too. Like he, yeah. he when he, when Kane walked out there, he was acting like he was shaking in his boots. But, um, yeah, no, I totally agree, man. That's the wackest shit I've ever seen. Like, you could have guessed that he was going to lose the title. Okay. They're going to do the old, uh, fo- like you said, the Fox audience. They're going to put it on Lesnar. Okay. But at least have a fucking good, ma- good-ass match. Yeah, it's supposed to be a main event. You've been hyping this for weeks, and it's five seconds. And it took over everything that, like, there's a pay-per-view uh, tomorrow. I don't know if you knew that. I mean, you never would, uh, well, they, they did advertise it, but you still never would have guessed it with the amount of hype they put around SmackDown. Yeah, just, and, and Raw premiere and all the new shenanigans. Yeah. AEW and, it's, it's the biggest week in wrestling in 20 years, Jeff, that's what I've been told. Uh, kind of. Yeah, it depends on who you are. If you're if you're totally into this AEW thing, you're probably pretty hyped. Uh, but yeah, well, so tell me more, Jeff. I didn't get to see any of SmackDown. We went to last night. We went to the uh, a comedy magic show. Fuck yeah, dude! The guy who you got, you got to tell me about that before I tell you about SmackDown. <laughs> the guy, it was uh, the guy that DJed our wedding. Oh, uh, yeah. What was his name? Johnny Ravati. Nice. Well, that's a stage name, of course. But um, okay. you might remember him from the strip club as well. <laughs> Which one? Uh, the, he used to DJ at Elliot's. He was the one who said... Yes. Yes. He was the one who said uh, when we uh, had the girls put the hurting on Glenn. <laughs> and he, he said... Is anybody in here named fucking Glenn? <laughs> yeah. That's him. It's not, a, it's not a special occasion or anything, but is anyone's name here? And he turns right and 
looks in Glenn's eyes. Fucking Glenn. <laughs> yeah, so I hired the strip club DJ to do our wedding. And then it turns out he uh, is a magician, too. So we went to the magic show, got a nice buffet dinner. Hell yeah. Yeah, it was good. It was a lot of fun. I got He called me on stage, got to do one of the tricks with him. Really? Oh, yeah. He used uh, me and then uh, John, which I'm sure you've met, mm. and um, Katie's husband, John. And, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. and, uh, his was pretty funny. Mine was super easy, but his was like, he had to do a couple jokes and then he had to, like, he was doing the old, you know, put your neck in the, what do they call that thing that comes down and chops your head off the guillotine? Yeah, guillotine. Yeah, put your neck in the guillotine and then the blade goes through, but doesn't, you know, obviously it doesn't cut your head off. Uh, I, I, I still wouldn't play that. I'm like, nope, you can find someone else. This goes wrong, I'm not fucking liable. Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious because he came up to us and he's like, I'm gonna I'm gonna use you guys in the show, both of you. And uh, I'll come through and talk to you and go over everything, blah, blah, blah. And like after he said that, John was like, just as long as I don't have to put my head in one of those things. And that's exactly what happened. <laughs> <laughs> so that was hilarious to sit and watch. But he was kind of feeling the same way. I don't know. He was kind of like, what the fuck? I don't know about this. John was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's magic. It's. I mean, have you ever seen a muggle before, Eric, when they first see magic? Uh, it, Oh, muggles are normal people, right, in Harry Potter universe? Yeah, yeah that's a Harry Potter reference. Okay. So, no. Yeah, you got to be on your toes, Eric. That's well, I, I've seen them all, but I, it's one of those things where I've seen them, but I haven't. I guess, technically, if you want to be a, a, a Harry Potter nerd, which I am, in, in America, they're called no matches, which sounds like a racial slur. No matches? No madge. He's a no madge. Oh. No magic. Okay, no madge. And then wherever they're from, they're called muggles? Well, the, I mean, Harry Potter, if I can do a quick tangent, when, uh, after the series came out, uh, J.K. Rowling did this thing called uh, Magical Beasts and Where to Find Them. Have I seen those movies? No. Oh. Well, she they did a movie about that. Like, she just wrote the screenplay for it. First one's Magical Beasts and Where to Find Them, and then they got a sequel to that. But it's supposed to be like early 1900s America, but still the same concept of, like, magic is around and hidden from uh, muggles or what they call nomadges. So is this after the Harry Potter series? It came out after the Harry Potter series, but, like, in their timeline, it's years before. Yeah, but this is, like, the final money grab is what you're telling me. Oh yeah, this is a, this is a money grab. This is like the the new. It's a good money grab, but it's a money grab for sure. They were good. I like the movie, but like I say, I'm a Harry Potter nerd, so I don't remember hearing anything about this shit. It's sneaky. Yeah, they're doing that. Obviously, they did that with Star Wars. Yeah. They just keep making. There's like a hundred of those, and nobody gives a shit. At least I don't. And I just live. Yeah. I live in a world where I only consider what I care about to be relevant. 
Exactly. I, I feel you. <laughs> so, so I don't give a fuck about Star Wars. I've I've like the first three, which I guess aren't the first three. I don't know the timeline. But I'm talking yeah, uh, for the nerds, four, five, and six. But we we know what you're talking about. Yeah. So four, five, and six, I've seen technically, but I couldn't tell you a goddamn thing. It's the same way whenever I watched the Harry Potter movies. I was just probably stoned with you guys and just not remembering anything. Just just taken away by the majesticness and just soaking it in, just chilling out. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is, a, this is probably the first and only time we've ever been on Harry Potter discussion, so I have to tell a quick Harry Potter story that's funny that you might recall. Okay. We watched, I want to say it was Harry Potter 6 in theaters. And obviously Harry Potter 6, if you're not into Harry Potter, then your your, your, uh, patience is waning thin. (laughs) Yeah. About two hours in. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) We were about two hours in in the theater. You were there, probably about six other cats. And uh, there's this scene... Where Dumbledore, you know the uh, the head of the school, Dumbledore. Yeah, I remember. Yep. Beard looks like Gandalf. Um, he's like in trouble because like the students are making a uh, what they call Dumbledore's army, and it's supposed to be like against the Ministry of Magic. So Dumbledore's in trouble, and like they're everyone's in Dumbledore's office, and they're confronting him, like well, we're going to have to take you to prison because you're colluding to take down the Ministry of Magic, blah, blah, blah. And uh, Dumbledore's like, well, that's because you assume that I'll go quietly. And all of a sudden, like, his phoenix gets up from the perch and flies to him, and he just, like, claps his hand over his head. And him and the phoenix disapparate, which means just fucking leave. You know, just pop and they're gone. And right when it does that, there's this huge wind blast and, like, papers are swirling and shit. And there's just this eerie silence that falls over. Right when the silence falls over the theater, Eric proceeds to rip this huge fucking fart. And the theater's just like, yeah. <laughs> I thought that's what you are getting to. I remember that. It was perfectly timed. It was expert timing. It was perfectly timed. And then I even had audio afterwards because, uh... One of the uh, good guys, his name's Kingsley Shacklebolt. He uh, he's just like, whoa, whoa. I'm sorry, <laughs> Minister. You might not like it, but you cannot deny. <laughs> wow, that's amazing. And it was literally like everyone in the movie just heard Eric Smart reacting to it. It <laughs> was the funniest fucking shit. I don't even know what I'd do, like, if I was in a movie right now and some kid just ripped a gigantic fart. At a pivotal moment, like, that is a serious moment. I'd probably fucking, I'd fall out of my chair laughing. Yeah. Oh, God. Uh, That's that's worth the tangent, I think. Oh, yeah. So what what the hell are we talking about? Oh, yeah. We were talking about your uh, DJ's magic show. Oh, well, yeah, I don't really have much more on that. It was a good show. It had a buffet and it had cocktails, but you had to pay for the cocktails. Yeah, that's that's typical. Was it in Peoria? It was in uh, Metamora, Metamora Fields. 
Okay. Uh, I think I was trying to remember. We've been there, but I don't know if you were there. Uh, do you recognize it? I tend to not go to Metamore or anywhere east of the river too often. I know, but like, I feel like it was somebody we knew got married, and uh, no, I, that doesn't. I, the name doesn't even ring a bell to me. So, hmm. Well, anyway, yeah, it was a good show. It was a good night. That's indoor, right? Yeah, indoor. It was cool, man. He, you could tell he like. It reminded me of like he put on a straight up show, you know, like he probably put a decent amount of money behind that. Because because oh, yeah. it, it was like you know he had to rent that space. I'm sure. Uh, there was a there was a stage. He had all kinds of lighting, which he's a DJ, so obviously he has all that stuff already. Yeah. But he had all kinds of lighting, like you know, all kinds of like set the mood lighting like you know some red lights on the back wall and like some cool like big ass banners samantha took all the pictures for him oh hell yeah so it looked really nice it was cool i'm sure he put some money behind it hopefully he got close to making it back Uh, there's a decent amount of people there i couldn't tell you how many but it just made me think like because i've always i always wanted to put on a wrestling show you know but I got to uh, yeah. but yeah, but you just got, I'm just going to lose a ton of money, you know, so I just got to save up some money. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Blow it all. <laughs> Blow it all on one crazy wrestling show. <laughs> That'd be fucking sick though. Oh yeah. One of these days we'll do it for sure. It's it's a it's a it's on the bucket list. Nice. Uh so yeah, what's let's well, let's talk about Raw first before we get into SmackDown. This long week of long week of segmented wrestling, Raw is kind of a blur. So let me take a look at my notes. Well, I know my I remember the key parts. I remember the uh, intro was pretty cool. Uh, everything. This is a season premiere of Raw, so everything's like got a you know they put the clear coat on everything. Everything's been refreshed. Yep. So the music was different. It was, I mean, it was wrestling rock. I can't tell you what it was. I've heard it before. But it was classic wrestling rock. It was, which SmackDown's isn't, but yeah, Raw's is pretty classic wrestling rock from what I remember. The and int- you got the video thing back, the video entrance. Yep. Of course, we'll see how long that lasts, because I think last year, originally, we had a video entrance, too. Yeah. Maybe that's a few years ago, but... The video entrance was it was pretty cool too. Undertaker was on it. Was he? Yeah. So was Charlotte though. Uh, no, on she's, Raw. Yeah, she was on the Raw intro video. Oh okay. I'm just saying, like I I know they haven't done the draft yet, but like there was people on it that were kind of weird. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, the logo was cool. I like the new logo. It's it's cooler than it was because it used to look like a Dodge Ram ad last year. Yeah. But it, I mean, they basically just took that and uh, not Photoshop, but what was it? clip art? <laughs> they took that and clip art by tucking in the corners a little bit. Yeah, they did. They gave it a little swoop, but still, I mean, I'll give it to them. It looks better. Oh yeah, yeah, it looks better. Uh, I want, the stage now reminds me of a uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater level. 
Yeah, I thought I knew you were gonna say that, and everybody else saw it. There was memes. <laughs> there was memes going around with him doing the nine hundred on it. Oh hell yeah! That's the first thing I thought. I'm like, what? Why is uh, stage ADA accessible to go up the actual fucking TV screen? Yeah, it is a funny looking stage, but it's I, I don't think I think it's cool, but it is weird. Like the like you said, it looks like a vert ramp, like a what are they? Is that just called a vert ramp, full size? I don't even know. Man, we're getting old. <laughs> we really this are, is a full size vert ramp. We used to skateboard. Yeah, we used to skate. It was bodacious. <laughs> it's just called... damn! is that just the vert ramp? I know the... What was the small one called? Mini, uh, mini ramp. Mini ramp? Yeah, mini ramp. It's not the mini ramp, okay? It's not the seven-footer. I'm talking about your big boy. It's just a curve that goes up into a 50-foot wall, so I would call it a vert ramp, but... Yeah. You know, skate 50 feet up before you catch air. Well, they do on that fucking... Uh, you remember the the X Games where it's like a, it's like oh the big air competition. Yeah, that shit is horrifying. I, I watched that this summer too. Yeah, that that one looks about like that. Yeah, uh, but anyway, yeah, the really, that's just to literally slow you down. Yeah, that ramp at the end of the big air. That's like oh shit, you're going like eighty miles an hour. So here's a giant ramp so you can just you know hang ten shaka bra. Yeah. So it looks like that, but then in the, the hole where the wrestlers come out of, instead of being in the middle, it's like offset, uh, you know, screen right or stage left, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But that was uh, that was kind of weird to me. I don't know if they, they, you know, I don't know why they wouldn't just put it in the middle. Maybe that's, I don't know. SmackDown's his front and center. Yeah, well, we'll get to that. I haven't seen any of SmackDown because, okay. you, know, you know, I was at the magic show, man. I was doing magic tricks. Yeah. Eating fried chicken. Fuck, that sounds amazing. <laughs> you didn't tell me about the chicken. Yeah, man, there, that's, that's a sell right there. Yeah, there was fried chicken, uh, like some kind of beef roast, mashed potatoes and gravy. It was the good stuff. You would have loved their mashed potatoes and gravy. It it was just like you wanted from your Kroger sampler. Oh, God. But it wasn't. What a a delicious callback. Yeah. (laughs) And then we had (laughs) corn. And then we had a salad, of course, and some bread. It was good. Fuck yeah. So, yeah, the raw stage, it's about the same width, though, right? Like, once you get out and you're walking... Not down the ramp, but up on the stage part. Like, that area is shaped the same and everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm trying to remember, like, if there's any... They they went back to the video boards. I don't know if they have the video board. Like, that's the thing. Any Anytime there's a season premiere, I immediately forget what the arena used to look like the week before. <laughs> yeah. That's happens a, every year. It's a wrestling trick, man. Yeah. Poof. Who, who knows what they're doing? They're probably doing something to fuck with our brains. Yeah, seriously. It's like when they take somebody off. Of, we've talked about a hundred times. When they take somebody out of the storyline, and they disappear for three months, and then they come back, and they're like, "Blah blah blah has returned," and I'm like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" Yeah, when the fuck did he leave? <laughs> when did he leave? <laughs> 
But, uh, and then they had the new announced team, which we, we texted about during it, that it was a little rough there. At the start, yeah, they, uh, when, um, Ray was coming out, Ray was the first person to come out on Raw. It was just silent. Jerry King's like, who is it? Is he coming? It's Ray Mysterio. Like, Jerry's just carrying the entire crew because otherwise it's dead silent. But they they started to get it throughout the program. Yeah, when I've, uh, like, when I watched it, Samantha was sleeping, so it wasn't on super loud. I mean, I could hear it, but I could tell that it was fucking, it was scarce. I heard a lot of, I heard a lot of the King. Yeah, I mean, they... I mean, I literally, I don't know who these two announcers are. I don't know if the wrestling community does, but they just, they had no personality to go off. So I, I assume they're fucking green as hell. People know who Vic is, but I don't know where he's from. Is he a 205 Live guy? Let me see here. Is that, is that the white guy or the black guy? The white guy. Oh, is he? He's, he's a 205 guy? Yep. Oh yeah, he was from 205. You mean announcer or wrestler? Announcer. Okay. So people knew about him, but nobody knew about uh, uh, Dio. Do you remember his last name? No. Did not tell you. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. It's Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Yo... I don't know. Let me see if I can find it. Or at least I didn't know that fool. Dio Madden. Dio Madden, like like John Madden, like that spelling, or like Joe Madden. Uh, M A D D I N. Okay, so neither. Dio Madden, real and that's a stage name. Real name Brennan Williams. Okay. Brennan Will. So this he guy. Will. This guy played. Yep. Foosball, offensive tackle. Uh, then he then he was a wrestler, and and now he's signed to WWE as commentary. That's weird. Sounds like sounds like he pulled a Corey Graves. Pretty much, but I wonder where. Like, how do you get into commentary? I mean, well, once you get into WWE, kind of just swing around, you know. Yeah, they're just they. Yeah, I guess they they saw something they liked in him. He wasn't bad yeah. for fucking no, for no experience. He probably did a pretty good job. Yeah, I mean once <laughs> once these guys can get a little personality, he'll definitely be better. But hey, what are you gonna do? You know, yeah, shit is shit is changing. Uh, the uh, fir- the first segment was awesome though. I loved the Brock segment. Yeah, so Ray basically came out and was immediately interrupted by Brock's music, and you're like, okay, what the fuck? Brock just comes in and puts an ass hurting on Ray, gives him a couple of F5s, and uh, Ray's boy Dominic is in the front row, a little fan plan action, and Brock just starts staring him down. Then he fucking sidles over to the corner and keeps staring at him. And he just grabs his fucking sweater <laughs> and launches him 
over into the wrestling world and just proceeds to just rip the shit out of him. And this is a, this is a kid. Oh, it was, it was awesome, man. Like, and the best part about it was, like, you could totally tell what was about to happen. Because uh, he, like, Dominic was supposed to be, like, even before Brock Lesnar was, even before we knew that he was there, like, Rey Mysterio's in the ring about to face Seth Rollins for the title. Like, you would think uh, in kayfabe, like, Dominic's supposed to be cheering him on, like, happy, you know? Yeah. And he's fucking petrified. Like, did you notice how, uh, yeah, did you yeah, notice how mean, scared like, he nervous. looked? Yeah, I wasn't, like, scared of Brock. It was just, like, nervous. Oh, like, like oh, yeah. That's something I gotta do. Oh, my God. I, 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 he was probably scared of Brock. Can you imagine? Like, oh, my God, Brock Lesnar's about to come down here and kick my fucking ass. I'd be terrified if I was... I don't know how old he is. But, well, they, they say he's a teenager, but I assume he can't be a minor because even if it's even if it's wrestling, that's probably got to be illegal. Oh yeah, no, they're definitely they're they're playing games with that. He's not that young. Oh, uh, so you want you think he's like Leo Rush, like twenty? He's probably like nineteen or something. But yeah, they're trying to make it seem like he's sixteen. I, 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 I know he's not 16. That, that, that kid can drive. That kid can buy smokes. Yeah. <laughs> well, depending on where he lives, not with the laws. Yeah. But yeah, you can tell this... I mean, he looked fucking terrified the whole time. Like, even when he wasn't supposed to be terrified. And uh, I don't blame him. Because he, he knew what was coming, and he was fucking right. They Brock was throwing him around like a little, like a little turd. Yeah. Both Ray and him were getting thrown around like ragdolls, man. It was insane. Yeah, I mean, some vicious fucking suplexes to Dominic. And this is one of those weird times where, uh, like, the shit to Ray, the shit moves being done to Ray, who's the father, looks more painful and more ragdoll-like than his son, just because Ray is, like, 5'2". Not really 5'2", but he's, he's a short guy. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't think you're too far off. He's probably five, three or four, right? Yeah, he's got to be down there for sure. But, um, yeah. Shorter than me, I know that. Oh, yeah. That was a fucking, that was crazy, man. I, I mean, I was blown away. There's a part where he throws Dominic out of the ring, like, after, like, the second. Like, he does the thing where he's, like, like. Paul Heyman's pleading with him to stop, you know, and you think he's done, but then he turns around and goes some more. Yeah. Like he always does, you know, but there was like, yeah, there was like one after the second time or the third time of that where he throws Dominic out of the ring and it is fucking violent. I mean, he's, he's, uh, he's really whooping ass in there. Yeah. I I remember that throw you're talking about is like through the bottom middle rope. Yeah, he just gets And, like, his thrown. ankle got caught up in the rope and shit a little bit. Yeah, like, it is not a working toss. It is a, I'm throwing your ass out of this ring, and however you land is how you yeah, land. Yeah, chucked. <laughs> yeah. It's the same thing with, like, the, that's the best thing about Brock. Like, when you're getting those suplexes, like, you, you're not working. Like, he's... No, you, you're just getting launched. Yeah, he's I doing all remember. of it. I want to say it was either Ray or Dominic in this segment. It might have been on SmackDown, but I want to say it was on Raw. But someone got a suplex, and they're literally 
like right next to one turnbuckle, and it's probably Dominic. Brock just fucking launched him clear across the ring to where he almost hit his head on the other fucking rope. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I mean. Like you, you, the sandbagging's not even the right term because it doesn't matter if you're trying to sandbag or not. Like you're no longer in control. He determines when you when you go. Yeah. Like he, it's it's cool how he wrestles like that. But I mean, I, I mean, he's never hurt anybody, so I guess he's he's good at it. Yeah, I mean, the, the suplexes always have scared me, just because like the way they land, but. Yeah, but you're right. He never fucking has hurt someone, so that's cool. Yeah, I mean, nobody else wrestles like that. That's the unique no. thing about Brock. Yeah, he was the first. Per- well, he wasn't the first one to do the crossover from MMA type shit, but he really just fucking embodies all that toughness, like that realness, you know. Oh yeah, that's the yeah. That's exactly what it is. He brings the realness. So that was a. I thought that was a cool segment. I was down with it. It really confused me, just because you had the fucking uh, Brock Kofi match, and this was unprecedented. But well, yeah, you were wondering like why Ray. Yeah, but I mean, we saw that. We found out. We found out because Kane is uh, apparently of Mexican descent. I'm assuming. I would assume. So, yeah. So I guess I think that's the connection. Like, let me uh, get. Let, let, let's uh, let's uh, Wikipedia that before we go any further. <laughs> I I dude I I'm, let me do it. I'll do it. I'm pretty I'm pretty confident. Pretty sure I. Yeah, like wrestling, they can just put two lad guys together and say, "Oh, they're Mexican." Oh yeah. <laughs> that would be. I mean, that's that's how it's done. How did the beat? How did it? How did it go a little further into how that went down with Brock though and Kane? He just he just did a ground and pound on him. Yeah, uh, Velasquez uh, basically came in the ring and just uh, spine bustered him. Not a good spine buster, a UFC spine buster, a sandbag spine buster. And then he just got on the ground and Brock Brock's on his back. And he's putting his uh, elbows up UFC style. And the guy's trying to punch through his elbows. Okay. He, I got a little distracted with the podcast. So that, that was the main part I kept seeing on replays. I don't know if there's any more to that. I, I can go back and look. I'll fucking go back and look right now. It's just weird how that's going to be like, I mean, they've done it before. I guess it's not weird. They don't give a shit. But it just sucks that this guy, I mean, he clearly doesn't have a lot of professional wrestling experience. No. And now he's going for the title. But he, he was... I, I'm not with it, but if, I mean, if that gets your fucking Fox audience, your Fox chub going. Yeah. Well, I'm just saying, they've done it before. They did it with Ronda Rousey. She immediately had the title. Oh, yeah, but like, she was act. it's like Kane... Wanna actually cross over? Is this a PR move? No, I think this is legit. I think his mixed martial arts career is over. He's been um He's been doing wrestling for a little bit. Uh not with WWE, obviously. It says here March twenty nineteen. Um Lucha Libre, Triple A Worldwide. 
He was in that. So he's he's professional wrestled a little bit, but not much at all, obviously. No, I don't care. That's a that's a good point, though. Uh, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe that's just because they wanted this to happen without anything else. But you'd think they'd be out there. Yeah. Uh, back to Raw. Uh, what else was there that was worth? Uh, for me, it was it's the Brock segment, and then it's the uh, the ending. It's uh so it went from so it's supposed to be Ray Ray versus Seth Rollins that falls through obviously because Ray gets destroyed. Um, then it's going to be Randy Orton, or no, that's what happened. We forgot to talk about the old guys. Yeah, the Miz TV. Yeah, so Miz TV, you get uh, <laughs> Ric Flair and and Hulk Hogan, and they just start going totally off course. And just, Completely off course. Ric Flair's hijacking this shit. Yeah, and I love how Ric Flair immediately, because like Hogan's, you know, gonna be the face, even though he's not really a face anymore. But he he's gonna be kayfabe face. Yeah. And uh, I love how Rick immediately slipped back into being a heel. Like he's like talking shit to the crowd. So you got a problem with that? You yeah. got a problem with that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was. You got a problem with that? So I did love uh I did love seeing Ric Flair go back to heel. But um yeah, like you were saying, it was completely off it was a it was a runaway train. Miz was trying to keep it together, but the boys were just going old school. And uh you couldn't you couldn't I mean Ric Flair was having a hard time keeping those gators down. Yeah. He did he even did his own his patented like run over to like hit the ropes one time and do a little strut back. <laughs> it was so like like you said we talked about this it was a total train wreck but for some reason I liked it. Oh, it's chaos but I mean I didn't think that they actually had something to to push when they came out. I, I literally thought this just a one off for the um exactly uh, raw season premiere. Exactly. But, uh, so, so I'm cool with like Rick and Hogan like Hogan's not getting booed. You know, so I'm cool with I'm cool with like what they're doing and shit. And then all of a sudden, Miz is like, "Well, hang on," like Hogan hinted at something, and Rick's still just going off in his own world. Yeah, like Hogan's like, "You think you're better than me or something?" And Rick's just like, "Whoa, whoa!" <laughs> so then Miz is like trying to corral it because they've been out here like ten minutes already. He's like, "Well, hang on. How about we have?" Your team, he's just setting up this whole fucking match, and everyone's like, what the fuck are you talking about, Miz? Yeah, yeah, they just randomly start setting up this Survivor Series type match for the next uh, Saudi Arabia show. What is it Crown Jewel again, or what are we... Yeah, Crown Jewel on uh, Halloween, October 31st. Okay, so like you said, so you we all expected to see just... Hogan come out and do his classic bullshit where he's like, it's the season premiere of Raw, brother. And yeah, exactly. Hell in the Cell, brother. And Crown Jewel, brother. 
So it was pretty sweet. Like you said, there was an actual point to it. Um, it, it after all of this, after we set up that match, Hogan announces that his captain is going to be Rollins, of course, the lead baby face in the company right now. And then uh, Ric Flair fires back with his captain's going to be Randy Orton. So they come out and they're going to get it on and they say, let's have a match right now. And the, and like it's a it's, captain's match. Yeah, a captain's match. And uh, there's a little bit of confusion, it seems. And like we, me and Jeff were discussing if uh, we don't know if they did this on purpose or not, but the uh, you know, they had the black carpet down over the ring for Miz TV. And yeah. the carpet guys come out and unroll the carpet live on air. Yeah, Orton's like, "What? Get this carpet out of here!" Yeah, so they unroll the carpet live on air, and then they uh, walk it out right past Baron Corbin as he's coming in. And why did Corbin come in? Uh, that's really unknown. This is like kind of this is where the chaos was still going on, but. Like, he has no reason to be out there, really, besides he's just an asshole. <laughs> but Corbin comes in and, like, just starts attacking Seth. And it's two-on-one. And then Rusev comes in to uh, even the odds. Rusev's coming to Rollins' aid. Yeah, so, so, so Corbin... And Paul. It's, it's just a way of setting up the replacement main event. Yeah. Because once this is all said and done and Rollins and Rusev stand tall... Goes to commercial and then backstage, Rusev is inter- being interviewed. He's like, "Yeah, I want the uh, title match. I think I deserved it. Rollins owes me one." Okay, yep. That and I guess they're they're starting to build the teams out. So Corbin goes out there to align with the bad guys, um, obviously. So you thought into this a lot more than I did. Like I didn't even think I didn't even think there was a face heel. Uh, dynamic going on at all. I just thought, figured uh, you're either down with Hogan or you're down with Flair. Which which way you think like 90% of the wrestling community is going to go there? Yeah. No, I think it is a face heel. Because remember, like you said, Rollins and Rusev stood tall and then they, they both were like posing with Hogan at the top of the stage. Yeah. And then you had Flair standing with uh, Corbin and... Uh, Orton, which are obvious heels, and mm-hmm. Flair was always a heel, or for most of his career. Yeah, that makes more sense. <clears throat> so, so yeah, that that sets us up um, for the main event, which is the only, which is the other notable part of Raw. I thought. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. The, besides these three things, it was really fucking par for the course. I mean, I don't even know if there was anything else on the Hulu cut. That might have been all of it. Really? I don't know. I don't remember much else. I think there was a women's match, right? Yeah, uh, Lacey and Natty again. Huh. No, we didn't We didn't get to see that. And there's a U.S. title match, and then Ricochet That's versus what we saw. Tomorrow. We saw... Oh, also uh, Sasha versus uh, Alexa Bliss at the top of the show. Okay. I definitely saw, was it AJ versus uh, Cedric? Cedric Alexander, yeah, for the U.S. title. Yeah, we got to see that. Nice. Um, but yeah, uh, main event was Rollins and uh, Rusev. Which, how long did this go before it foiled, before it got pooped out? 
Um, I want to say like probably about five, five, eight minutes. So they get going. Rollins ends up on the outside and then Bobby Lashley's music hits, which he's been gone too. It was another sneaky disappearance. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what he had. Some kind of injury. Some kind of injury, but he'd been gone. So Lashley's music hits. And Lashley comes out and he's like flagging somebody down, like, you know, getting somebody to come out there. We don't know who it is. Yeah, waving someone out. Waving somebody out there. And it turns out to be Lana, which is Rusev's uh, wife. Wife. That's his wife, damn it. Yeah. Somebody should have said that. If they didn't say that, then they failed. They sure did. That's Rusev's wife, damn it. That's what I would have said. God damn it. <laughs> if JR wasn't on AEW, he would have fucking filled that void real quick. Yeah, That's J- another man's wife. Yeah, JR respects the sanction. The, uh, the, the marriage. Yeah, he respects that shit. He even, he'll <laughs> even hit you with a god damn it. <laughs> but, uh,. Yeah, so so Lana comes out, and Lana and uh, Lashley are making out for like a long for like a long time. Pretty heavy makeout sesh. A huge makeout sesh. She, she, she's got the leg curled up and everything. Yeah, which I don't know if it was like I don't really care, but I was like, it's like okay, I don't know, you got my attention. I guess Heyman yeah. really Heyman must like this shit, man. I mean. Wasn't Rusev supposed to be the the baby daddy to Maria at one point? Well, well, I mean, no one trusts like Maria's like the boy who cried wolf, representing Ottawa, Illinois, the the Ottawa, Illinoisian who cried wolf. So she's you're saying like what she says doesn't matter. She's just throwing out names. At this point, yeah, she she called Ricochet the baby daddy for Christ's sake too. She was just oh yeah, she's thundering around like hotcakes. Okay, she is thundering those thunder thighs around. Yeah, We're, but I mean, I think this Rusev Lana just because of the names involved, like people will care more about that than Maria and Mike. Mike. Yeah. It is it is weird that this is the second storyline though. Second like where you where you know somebody gets cucked. Somebody <laughs> somebody's banging another guy's wife, you know what I mean? Like this must be what Heyman's into. I mean it's just it hasn't been done in a while, firstly, and secondly, like that's that's old school. Yeah. That's what I think. Like for some reason, I liked it. Like I said, it's not like the it's not something you really care about, but it was like okay, something different. We haven't seen it in a while, and it's just because I mean, we're older, we remember that stuff. Yeah, it's just a very it's a microwave, and it's very easy reason for a legitimate heat. Yeah, that's his wife. That, damn it! So I'm gonna kick your ass and take your title. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So that goes on, and then how how do we get the fiend? Does classic lights go out? Yeah. Okay. We get the fiend. We also have so the fiend comes out and chokes out Seth, you know, for the final shebang before uh, Hell in a Cell. Yep. But um, we there was a Firefly as well, right? Yeah, there's Firefly on both actually, but yeah, there's one on Raw. 
Okay. Um, couldn't tell you much about the Firefly Funhouse besides uh, rest in peace, Ramblin' Rabbit. Oh, did he die again? He died again. He got, like, scared? Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it was. Yeah, I remember him getting, like, real nervous and shooken up about something. Uh, so yeah, that's that's about raw for me. Yeah, pretty 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 powerful the course, but you can tell is like uh, magic in the air. Yeah, for sure. I thought it was a good episode. Uh, so what? Let's move on to the dirty. The you talking about the SmackDown Fox premiere? No, no, the uh, the the naughty stuff that. We're not supposed to be watching AEW. <laughs> oh, yeah. So did you end up watching the whole thing? I did, but I watched it complete, entirely segmented. And when I watched it last night, I took a little cat nap in the middle. Oh, yeah. So it wasn't, so the, it wasn't you, your best watch. Uh, it wasn't your best watch, your best viewing. No. Um. Some weird shit, but like I like I told you, uh, it's really strong WCW vibes. Yeah, well, like like we talked about, you get Tony Schiavone. Like I didn't know Schiavone was gonna do that. I thought he was just some stupid like like they're gonna do like WWE's doing some stupid show on FS1, and I thought it was gonna be like one of those shows. You know what I mean? Like when wrestling tries to be like other sports and have like. Pre-game, oh, you know what wait, I mean. they're doing a talk show? Yeah. Is? They are on FS1. It's got Renee Young for sure, and then supposedly CM Punk. And CM Punk? Yeah, which is weird. Like, if you're getting back in, dude, get your fucking ass in the ring. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Well, what are you doing? I don't care. No, like, I miss the CM Punk. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Punk run. I know you did too. Like, let's see it, brother. I hear about you all the time. Yeah, let's see what all these straight edge are (laughs) fucking hiking their skirts about. Yeah, I don't want to see you doing some stupid ass. I don't like. I never have liked that shit. Like wrestling's not like other sports, and that's fine. We don't need these little shows. No, no, I'm with you. <laughs> but like, uh, yeah, they, they, they tried this on the network, and it hasn't worked. So what? You're gonna put it on fucking? Well, I guess FS1 is that's one of those desperate channels. They 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 got little content, so yeah, yeah they'll they'll take a stab. Yeah, take a paycheck. So fuck yeah. Well, the CM <laughs> this, the, the CM Punk thing is still rumor, I guess, but stronger rumor than I've seen a lot of his other shit. But it, it's it, maybe it's completely bullshit, and I'm getting worked. It seems weird. 
Do you know uh, what's this called or when it's supposed to start or any details? No. I can look it up. <clears throat> but um, anyway, yeah, the Tony Schiavone, like I didn't know he was going to be commentary. I don't know if he was going to be on the commentary. So that for me, will I'll, I'll pop for that for sure. I like that guy. And the third guy is, uh, <clears throat> who's that masked man? I think his name is Excalibur or something, but I don't know him. He's yeah. a guy in a loose mask. Yeah, that's Excalibur. Uh, is he an indie fella? Um, I'm I'm not sure. We looked it up once when me Wolf and a couple other guys watched uh, one of their pay per views. Damn, which one did we watch? It was like their first big one. Oh yeah, the first one. I remember you talking about that. Uh, but he was on that one with Jr. and some other guy. So it was a three man booth. Jr. Tony and Ex- Excalibur. Correct. Okay. And, uh, like, the production was okay. Yeah, so it wasn't as smooth, wasn't as, like, high budget as WWE, obviously. Yeah, I heard it I heard it was decent, though. I heard some people were impressed. I heard there was a couple cool camera angles. It's different camera angles. I, I, I can't call different camera angles cool until, like, five weeks in. <laughs> you really got to test them out. I really got to test them out, man. Cause I like, even when WWE's done that shit, I'm like, huh, well, I kind of like that and I kind of don't. Let's see where this goes, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, that's how it always is with all sports, actually. They'll, they'll try out different shit, and if people don't like it, if they get the negative feedback, they'll pull back. Yeah. So I guess that's cool. But I heard the announce team was like, Tony really helped out. Because the announce team was pretty was pretty rough when I watched them. They just didn't have any experience. Yeah. And Tony and Jim Ross worked together for a lot of years. Yeah. So, uh, so I bet you that did help. Oh yeah, because uh, what was it before? Just Jim Ross and Excalibur. And then some other dude that I wasn't familiar with. Oh, so yeah, it's probably like a similar dynamic that Raw had this week, where it's just like. Alright, well, someone's got to do some talking here. Yeah. I know y'all don't know each other, but we got to break some ice here. So, the FS1 show, uh, it's called WWE Backstage, and right now, it's Renee and Booker T. Okay. Uh, but I, I swear I heard... Punk, yeah, I swear I heard something about CM Punk doing this. Yeah, that could be rumors. Airs Tuesdays at... 11 Eastern. Uh, so I, I don't think... You, Wait, what? In case, in case you got someone real close, uh, like listening to the headphones, I just ripped a bassy fart during your statement. Oh, well, hopefully we so can hear it. Yeah, that's okay. <laughs> I just Who's watching WWE Backstage Tuesday nights at 10 p.m. Central? That's a weird time slot. Yeah. Real, no, really weird. It's not even after a show. I figured, no. it, I figured it'd be after Raw or after SmackDown. And Tuesday's in the middle of the week. Very strange. But anyway. So you, can, you can break down Raw and you can't break down SmackDown. Yeah. I don't know. Those, 
those won't last long. No. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so what else about what else about AEW? Um, I heard the set was pretty cool. Fuck, I couldn't tell. Let me let me let me pull up the set while I talk about other shit. Uh, so Cody Rhodes starts it off. What what are your thoughts on Cody Rhodes, Eric? I like him. Like I'm not like in love with the guy, but his he had a match with uh, Gold Dust, or now he goes by Dustin Rhodes. But yeah, his match with Gold Dust at that pay per view that we watched was s- fucking sick. It was like a I forget what they called it. It was no DQ for sure. But um, yeah, I mean, so he's he's definitely very capable. But I'm not in love with the guy. I think he's really fucking. Just feeling himself a little too much for me. I don't know if that's his character, if that's like actually how he feels. But yeah, good question because I, I haven't watched enough to know either. I don't know if that's character or not. Let's take a look at this set here. Hey, right, started off with what does it mean to be the first match on TNT since two thousand one? Tony Schiavone was doing a fucking like offset interview with Cody Rhodes. <laughs> so who was Cody's match versus? Uh, this. Here's the other thing, like classic WCW vibes for me. I know like no one. Some guy named Sammy Guevara. I, I butchered that. Good. Guevara. Yeah. Guevara. Well, yeah. I mean, we're not gonna know. I mean, you you'll get. I mean, if you watch it every week, you'll know him. Yeah. But yeah, we're not going to know everybody at this point. Cody Rhodes is like Vince McMahon mixed with Billy Idol and Sting. Sting the wrestler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at him right now, and good God. He's got some valet with him. And I think her only purpose at this first match, Cody versus Sammy Guevara, I think the only purpose of the valet coming out is uh, because uh, Guevara pulls her in the way of a suicide dive, and good lord, the audience and JR erupts because of the sanctity of marriage, and you don't hit a woman. Oh, nice. Is it a light-skinned black chick? Yeah. Yeah, that's his wife, Brandy. Oh, okay. Like real life or kayfabe? Uh, real life. Okay. Oh, shit. Um... So, I want to talk about the where uh, John Moxley puts uh, um, Kenny Omega through a glass table. They saw it, did you? That was tight. It was. I mean, John Moxley took the half of it. Sammy Guevara comes out in a panda mask. A panda mask? Yeah, he's wearing a. From the shoulders up, he's wearing a panda head and shoulders. I don't understand why. (laughs) He looks like he's 20. Anyway, yeah, John Boxley. You might know him as Dean Ambrose for all you non-marks. But he's an AEW now. He goes by John Boxley, but it's basically the same guy. I mean, it is the same guy, but K-Fame-wise, it's still basically the same character. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, yeah, 
there's this, the main event of this AEW is a six man tag. It's Jericho and uh, some guys versus Omega and some guys. And apparently, it's DQ because this all happened during the match. But John Moxley storms the fucking ring and just goes after Omega. I guess they got beef. Am I correct? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, they they got beef and they they go they go out into the audience. I think a suitcase is thrown at one point in the audience. Just something like that. Like a little heavy black square was thrown. You couldn't really tell because it's dark in there in the aisle. But it looked like a fucking roller suitcase. Look kind of <laughs> But they, they proceed to the uh, VIP area. And Tony Giovanni's like, oh, they're going back to the VIP area. And JR's like, we had a VIP area? I wish someone had told me that. <laughs> I wish I could have got in on that. Cheese and vegetable platter. Yeah, that, that's a commentary you miss. Like that, that's a king statement right there. Jay, yeah, pull that out of King's ass. Yeah, maybe a little barbecue. Yeah, try my barbecue well, he, sauce. He, he pushed his barbecue during this first match. Too. Are you serious? Yeah. Oh fuck yeah! He's like at Jr's. Well, he pushed his Twitter handle, which is his barbecue thing. Yeah, Jr's barbecue. Yeah, Jr's BBQ at, at Jr's BBQ on Twitter. Hell yeah. But yeah, they go back to this VIP area where it's just like a bar and a, like a lounge. And he, he kicks the couch out of the way and you got this little glass table. I mean, it's who knows on the realness of the glass, but he does a sort of uh, inverted suplex through the uh, table. But I I mean, the commentators, Shivani and JR even said like, oh, it looks like Moxley took, the, took at least some of that some of that fall away from uh, Kenny Omega. Yeah. That was sick, but, dude. I, thought, I liked that. Part, though. It, was, it was probably the highlight of the night. Yeah, yeah, it was sick. Uh, but then, they, then after that, they proceeded to continue the match, and I had very, like, I had no concern for the match whatsoever because those other two guys, the Young Bucks, they're literally called the Young Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> And whoever the other tag team is, like, you're just, WCW strikes again, man, because the end of this was just pure chaos, and there's like 12 people at the ring, and we're starting like deep factions already in week one. Yeah, yeah, see, this, your take is exactly what I've been hearing. The, uh, the end of the show is extremely WCW, just extremely chaotic, uh, Jack Swagger came back. I don't know if you. That, that was. Yeah, do you remember that guy? He was there when we first got back into WWE. Yeah, I remember Jack Swagger. Yeah, he put like his hand over his heart and said like "We the People" or something. Yeah, oh god, that was. It was a bad character. Yeah, I'm not sure what he was going for. So if if this is a better spot for him, better character, then good for him. He's an MMA guy now, and I think he's been successful. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. But um, anyway, so yeah, so he so there was like that, and there's just a lot of things blending. There was a lot of people that people were saying like, I don't know why he was in it. It doesn't make any yeah. sense. Exactly, like half half the people that were out there, like why why are you out there? You're just confusing me. And now now I'm learning less names because there's just too many names to follow for a first week. Yeah. Like if you're trying to attract, especially with like a. You know, AEW is trying to get like 
non-wrestling fans into this as well, I would think. Yeah, I mean, it's a, yeah. Being on TNT, and I, I think that was a really strange strategy to just bring 12 guys in the ring at the end, you know? Yeah. Another criticism I heard, which was, was a great point, was that, uh, like, Kenny Omega's, like, you know, he's huge. He was, like, the biggest, you know, he's probably the biggest wrestling superstar that never worked for WWE and uh he 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 gets his his debut on on TN on the whole shebang is uh a six-man tag where he doesn't even get his own entrance you know yeah like that's that is a bad bad move yeah oh I I would agree and even more WCW I don't know how you rotate out the uh, top dogs because like people were going fucking insane for Jericho yeah so you got basically Jericho like from the first episode you basically have Cody Jericho Dustin Rhodes who makes an appearance at the end mm-hmm. and Omega and like I don't see how you get other people up on that top level and Moxley and Moxley, yeah. Those Moxley, are like that's their top guys, which is a yeah. good, which it's a good little list. I mean, they got a lot of good talent there. They got that. Um, God, I'm gonna. The wrestling nerds are gonna hate. I, I'm gonna botch his name. It's like MGF or something. <laughs> What's his name? MGF or something. He's like. The wrestling uh, nerds are gonna hate me because I suppose that name. Well, he's like he's he's money, dude. Like he he's a standout. His mic work, his mic work is insane. Like he could work in, like he could fit right into WCW. You just got to give him the stick. Do you remember the guy I'm talking about? It's like, let me look it up. I mean, that's not that's not like his. I'm sure he has a real name, but that's his initials, MGF, maybe. Oh, I didn't. Does he like go? Is that a alias? I think that's just his initials. Um. No, I don't think, I don't know, I'll think of it, but that guy's cool. I mean, they got a lot of cool stuff. They got their announced team, I mean, shit, Shivani and Jim Ross, I mean, that's some familiar voices. Yeah, oh yeah. So they got, I mean, they have some stuff there. I'm just trying to figure out how to watch it, because I don't have cable. Yeah, it's going to be, I don't know if they're going to Hulu this shit or what. Uh, I, I mean, I, I have like one option I could think of, but double or nothing. That's what we, that's what we saw. Oh, okay. Um, also, quick side note, uh, during that suicide dive that, uh, Brandy got involved with, it was right in front of where, uh, Jay and Silent Bob, what, what are their names? Kevin Smith and... Yeah. What's the other guys? What's Jay's name? Uh, Jason something. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, they're in the front row. And, like, I, I didn't notice in my first watching, because later on in the program, they plugged their new movie, the Jane Silent Bob reboot. But, yeah. So you don't notice them, but, like, you see Silent Bob's face when uh, Brandy gets hit with a suicide dive, and he's, he's just wide-eyed. He's like, what the fuck? Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Larry seeing him in the background like a natural fan, you know? Yeah. Which, like, they they really, like, I don't know if you watched any of NXT. 
not this week, no. But, well, no week, but... <laughs> yeah, well, like, they were, you know, going head-to-head with AEW. Like, NXT goes head-to-head with them now at the Wednesday Night yeah. Wars. And they yeah. they were pulling out all the stops, too. They had a pre-show with, like, Scott Hall on it and Kevin Nash. And... Oh, wow. So they took it pretty seriously. Uh, the guy's name is MJF. Maxwell Jacob Friedman. That's not ringing a bell for me. I'm thinking... I don't know anything about him, but judging by that name, I'm thinking he's supposed to be like an entitled, rich, asshole guy. Uh, okay, well, that's that's an easy character. <laughs> uh, no, but he's really good on the mic, so next week, if you watch it, look for that guy. MJF. Yeah, I think he's I think he's the real deal. I mean, they got, they got good talent. They just... There's just no way you can come on and be as clean as Vince. You know what I mean? No. You, you just if you haven't been doing this for fifty years. Yeah, it's a it's a, <laughs> Vince has the money combined with the experience. You're just not going to top that in your first week. There's no, no fucking way. No, but it's it's already working. Like you can tell that WWE is already changing. Yeah. Which is good. Like this is going to be great. No matter what happens, really, they're going to like the competition. Yeah. Whether it's real competition or it fizzles out or whatever happens. But they got money, too, so I don't think it'll fizzle out quick. I think this should go on for a while. <clears throat> I, I can see that just because, like, yeah, the, they got the TV deal and, you know, the marks are at least behind it for now. Oh, for sure. Clamoring for any sort of televised alternative to WWE, but... Yeah, <laughs> that's that's basically all I have on AEW. Besides the fact that Neville is in AEW, and I still do not give a fuck about you. His name's not Neville, yeah. and his hair's falling out. <laughs> it's Pac. Yeah, Pac. He's a when, he's he, a ex Pac. He just Pac. Fuck you. He's a weird looking dude. He is. Yeah, he's like. I mean that that shows our what what we like in wrestling because he's great in ring. But we, we, you know, we're WWE fans. We like a little bit more than just the in-ring. Yeah. But, I want to see, I want to I get hype when you come out. Yeah. You gotta have, doing this for me, Pac. You got to have the attitude. You got to have the mic work. The whole thing. All the pageantry. I want it all. He come out and just straight stare at his opponent. Shivani's like, he's trying to get in his head. And just... Intimidate him even before he gets down to the ring. I'm like, okay, yeah, he's just acting like an ass clown. <laughs> oh, nice cover up, Tony. Nice cover up. I'm gonna try to watch it next week for sure. I'm trying to get over to. I think Hillis has uh, like his neighbor's Comcast password or something. Uh-huh. I don't know. So we can download some app and probably watch it that way. Yeah, yeah. If you're close. But I'll try to I'll try to figure out that because I am interested for sure. They got Shivani, they got my attention. <laughs> uh, so what about SmackDown? We're running out of time here. My phone's about to die. Oh Christ! But we need to <laughs> need to tell me. Did the, we got a new logo? Right? Did they do all the same stuff? New logo, new stage, new intro, everything. Yeah. Oh yeah. New new everything. Uh... It's only a matter of time before everyone gets tired of that ACDC track. Are you ready for a good time? That's the music now? Yeah. Okay. 
that's okay for pay-per-views, but if you hear that, you know, five times a Friday, every Friday, yeah, that same line, are you ready for a good time? Yeah. Gonna get a little old. <laughs> for sure. But no, uh, SmackDown, I loved, I absolutely loved the start. See, uh, I'm like, real quick side note, I'm extremely pissed. I don't know how I'm going to watch this shit. I mean, I could watch it live if I don't have anything going on, but usually we have something. Yeah, it's a Friday, for Christ's sake. It's fucking bogus, man. Why'd they take it off of Hulu? They might come back. They're just working out the kinks in the deal or something? Yeah, I mean, it's a Fox show, and all, a lot of those Fox shows are on Hulu, so the contracts would make sense. I hope so, man, because... They're going to need that. Not everybody's going to be able to watch Friday nights. Yeah. Well, make sure you, uh, when you're looking on Hulu, put in Friday Night Smackdown, not WWE Smackdown. I might change it. Well, that, that's, that's what it's called now? <laughs> okay. But, uh, yeah, Smackdown uh, started off with the man Becky Lynch just coming out and getting the crowd hype. Then uh, Corbin comes out. And he's in a full fucking king garb, black king. Uh, you know, his black crown and fucking woodsy, uh, whatever the f- frill, whatever the his, shoulder his is. Fur, you know? His fur garments? His yeah, his furs. <laughs> and uh, he's like, apparently Becky had a match to start, Becky has a match to start the fucking show. And Baron's like, you know... I should be the one starting this show because I'm the king of the ring, blah, blah, blah. He's just sauntering down and getting heat. Becky's like, take one more fucking, well, not one more fucking step. She's like, take <laughs> one more step and you'll you'll find out. Like, just basically threatens him. And he goes and takes one step in the ring. As soon as his foot hits in the ring, if you smell, run the rock, pop. <laughs> is cooking. Same. And, wow, wow, and wow. Yeah. This this entrance, you might have forgotten how electrifying this entrance is. It is literally just a tad underneath Austin because how rare it is. Like the crowd absolutely went fucking nuts. It was a good pop. Cute, yeah. Well, the, the crowd was definitely a little more mainstream than Marky at this show. It was in L.A. at Staples Center. Yeah, so they know who Dwayne is. Yeah, like, but no, there, there was definitely some supermarks there because people were, like, quoting right along with everything he was saying, too. Like, right on cue. Did, uh, his old entrance video had helicopters, correct? Uh, when he started this first heel run in WWE, when he, like... Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Donato's just didn't add bacon to their pizzas. They added bacon to their bacon. Canadian bacon and hardwood smoked bacon. Or Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Get $2 off a large bacon duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Got egotistical. 
like on his way out, like I think he went and did Scorpion King, came back and acted like the movie star K Fabe. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's when that's when the helicopters were incorporated. Okay, I remember the helicopters. Okay, continue. Yeah. So he does all he went through all his uh, signature sneers. Yeah, and he's just like going off on Corbin, and Becky's still in there and shit. And uh, he's like, he basically said the exact same shit that I said last week on the podcast. He's like, you know, just because you won the King of the Ring doesn't make you an actual king, right? And Rock's just going off. He's like, you know, Becky Lynch is the man, but you don't see her out here with a pair of testicles, do you? And the crowd's like, oh. And Becky just added on. She's like, if I had a pair of testicles, they'd be bigger than yours, though. Nice. The crowd fucking loved that. Becky, Becky, Becky. Hell yeah. And uh, Corbin's like, he's playing the classic, like, frustrated heel role. He's like, my testicles are completely adequate, blah, blah, blah. Nice. And uh, basically, Rock gets off a couple more one-liners. Becky helps assist with one of the one-liners. Like, Rock's like, is that what you think to Corbin? And Corbin's gets interrupted, and Becky's like, it doesn't matter what you think. Nice. Did he do finally? Oh, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. I think, I, I can't remember if that's right before he laid a smackdown on uh, Corbin or right after. I saw it. Right after. Yeah, you know I looked that up. I, yeah. s- I saw that fucking people's elbow because I knew I was like I don't know how I'm gonna watch this so I'm I'm taking to the internet. Yeah, there you go. I'm fucking <laughs> I'm gonna find because I knew he dropped a people's elbow on somebody's bitch ass. Yep, <laughs> he sure did. <laughs> that was great, dude. And he did his uh, God, I can't remember how it starts. Oh, the pie eating. Yeah, yep. He did that right before it. That was amazing. <laughs> Yeah, the little Ric Flair homage. Yeah. So yeah, that that's that segment looked cool. Yeah, that was good. Then uh, I didn't take notes of this. I just watched the lace last night, so I'm just going off the cuff. But uh, after that, it was Sasha and Bailey versus Charlotte and uh, Becky, and not much came out of it. Charlotte made Bailey tap out with figure eight. And did they announce the? Uh... Charlotte Bailey match for um, Hell in the Cell, or did they talk about that at all? Or yeah, they they said that both these ladies have matches. I th- I don't think Charlotte Bailey is uh, an actual Hell in the Cell match. No, it's not. I just I just was looking at it, and I never I don't remember them specifically saying that they were having that match again. Uh, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, there's, the, uh, there's a lot going on. We, we we talked about the the Brock and the Brock Kane Kofi already. We've already gotten into that. Yeah, some bitch Kane. Uh, the only other one that I saw a lot about was uh, KO Shane. Yeah, that that was that was a good match. That's a match I want I want to see. That's the uh, ladder match. Losers fired. Yep, and Shane loses. Yeah, but not before they get off all the classic spots that you knew KO and Shane would do. Yeah, was there a there was a coast to coast? There was a coast to coast. There was a turnbuckle. 
uh, to the announce table elbow drop. Uh, KO did a frog splash from the turnbuckle onto uh, the uh, a ladder. Like Shane was on a ladder that was set up between the um, barricade and the ring, like yep. elevated. Oh yeah, he did a frog splash. KO did a frog splash through that. That looked amazing. His frog splashes fucking rock. Yeah, he gets froggy, baby. Yeah, those those are good ones. Yeah, KO ends up winning. And we saw Steph and Vince at the very, very top of the show, just like welcoming everyone. So you got to assume that Steph's soccer mom ass is going to fucking start to take a more active role and Shane's going to go into hiding till Royal Rumble. Yeah. Yeah, it's Shane's little fake firing. Yeah vacation time for Shano. Yeah, which is good. I was glad that KO's not taking a vacay. No. No, hell no. I think we're all... You knew that. I mean... Yeah. They're not going to advertise KO on SmackDown and then just take... Like, okay, here's one of our best wrestlers, but we're going to fake fire his ass for the first three months that we're on Fox. Yeah, for sure. But I think we're all done with KO Shane. Yeah, So it's it's glad to... I'm, I'm glad it was a good match. It sounds cool. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really good. Oh, uh, Aaron Andrews interviewed uh, New Day backstage. You know Aaron Andrews? She's a sideline reporter for football. You gotta be bleeping me. She, I, I, did, I didn't appreciate her either. She, she had Kofi. She's like, okay, are you and your posse here gonna do something? Oh, that? no. I said, I said posse. Did she really? Bill Jackson. Oh, fuck. Did she really say posse? She said posse. I'm like, oh, yeah. no, you didn't just say that on Fox, did you? Damn. She that's that that's not really like she should know better. Yeah. She's in the sports, like she had to have heard that story with LeBron and Phil Jackson and all that. Yeah. That's hilarious. She's a fucking like she's pretty good uh on football, I don't mind her. Uh Samantha yeah. Samantha likes dancing with the stars. Is she on that? Yes, and she's terrible on that. Like, Samantha hates her. Like, she's just bad. Well, is she a dancer <laughs> or a judge? No, no, no. She's a, uh, like, she's a host or whatever. Oh, okay, I gotcha. But she's really awkward. Like, it's a live show, and you can tell, like, she does fine on the NFL when it's all, like, she knows what she's going to say, but when she's live, she's kind of wild. Like, that doesn't surprise me at all. So she probably no. didn't get much of a script. That's how she is. She says some wild shit. So is she going to be, like, she's going to do this, or we don't know? They said special correspondence, so I assume and hope not. <laughs> That's yes. hilarious. I can't wait to, I, I can't I wait to tell. I'm not the only one who's a little thrown off by that posse remark, but Jesus Christ, that just hit, hit me wrong. I'm like, no, man. You and your posse? Are you and your gang? You and your street thugs? Yeah, what are you guys, the Crips? Or are you the Bloods? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Thank God she wasn't interviewing the Street Profits, right? Yeah. That's hilarious, man. <laughs> That's a great little nugget of SmackDown I didn't hear about. Then, one more thing. They were advertising Stone Cold. I never saw Stone Cold. Did they advertise Stone Cold? Yeah. 
And there's a former wrestler named Tyrus that is starting to get into the greasy right-wing corner of Fox politics. He's like, he just came on a commercial. He's like, hi, I'm Tyrus. You see these people wrestling? I used to wrestle. Now I'm going to get into some of this other stuff with all this other Fox personalities and we're like going over like Hannity and like all these right-wing Fox personalities. So I don't know what the hell that is, but they're, they're, they're greasing up. I don't know if Tyrus is involved with WWE or not. So there, there's our time. There's cross promotion going on here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But I didn't think Fox cross promoted with Fox News and Fox News cross promote. You know. Yeah. They usually keep those separate. Well, you'd think they. Yeah. Well, exactly. You would. You'd think they wouldn't want to bring that into wrestling, but I don't know. Vince is a Vince and Trump are are boys. I think. Yeah, I mean, I, I wouldn't dig too deep into it. I don't, like I said, I don't know if he's even affiliated with wrestling, but he said I used to wrestle, but he didn't say I used to be in WWE. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, one more thing I just uh, fast-forwarded through. There's an eight-man tag with, like, Braun, and basically Braun's the only uh, person you have to know about this eight-man tag. But he comes out and dominates in the eight-man tag, and then, like, when he's, like, doing his thing where he's running around the uh, outside. Uh, he uh, comes across another celebrity, uh, Tyson Fury. Are you familiar with this guy? Oh, yeah. Boxer. The heavyweight boxing champ. Yeah, that dude's fucking crazy. Uh, so, like, Ron, like, fake, like, puts up his dupes, like, joking around with them. And I, I at first I thought, like, oh, shit, is this real? Because Tyson's starting to react. It's not real, but Tyson jumps a barricade and it gets swarmed, absolutely swarmed by security. So is he's he taken out? Okay, so you think that's a one-off, or is he is he crossing over? It might be another cross promotion ship. I don't know, man. With this Fox stuff, with Kane Velasquez coming in, I don't know what to think anymore. <laughs> Everybody wants some piece of that wrestling shit that everybody said was gay. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's. it's Easier money than football or boxing. Yeah, you don't have to... I mean, it's still hella dangerous, but it's got to be better than just taking shots to your head. Yeah. Even though that happens as well. SmackDown, just for all their theatrics this week, gets the very, very rare... I'm going to give them five stars. Really? I can't, because of Kane. Damn it. Yeah, I was going to say, hold... if, If... if Brock would have got the title after a twenty minute hella good match, then then we could have done it. Yeah. Even though it so still would have hurt. Stars. Yeah, you can't. You can't when they drop the title on my man's like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I got my Kofi shit now. I gotta rep that with depression. Well, that's cool. You got one. I got a. Uh, I got a. I got a Yowie Wowie shirt for uh, our anniversary. Did you really? That's awesome. It's a cool one, too. I like it a lot. <laughs> Hell yeah, well, we, we gotta bang out these predictions real fucking quick, Sauce. Oh yeah, well, don't don't worry, there's only four matches listed. Are you serious? Yeah, they they're, they just said fuck this thing, man. They, they knew that this was the biggest week in wrestling in the last 20 years, and they were like, fuck, fuck this pay-per-view, basically. 
You got to capitalize on a pay-per-view, though. They plug the shit out of it on SmackDown. Now you give me four book matches. Yeah, it won't take us long. Alright. Yeah, we went over, but hey, this is a big-ass week. Yeah, it's the most important week in wrestling, so I'm glad. <laughs> Thank you to all the Boom DDT listeners who are sticking with us through our season premiere. Yep. <laughs> through these troubled times. Yeah, can I offer you an aid yeah. in these troubling times? Ladies and gentlemen, I predict predictions... Cell this Sunday, um, which I'm sure will have a special start time of 7 p.m. Eastern, 6 Central, as usual. Uh, <laughs> Extra special. Yeah. So we only have four booked matches. We'll go. We'll go Daniel Bryan and Roman Reigns versus Eric Rowan and Luke Harper tag team match, just straight up tag. Uh, straight up tag. Straight up tag. Did they did they do anything with this on SmackDown? Yeah, uh, Roman and Bryan aligned themselves a little more. I'm trying to remember how. I think they were involved with uh, Butt Boys and like fought them off, and then you see Roman and Bryan shake hands. Okay. I hope Bryan's not going face, but it's looking that way. Okay. Uh, I will go. I think we're just you go face. I think we got to go faces here. I don't that think that would make sense. You said it but would. Oh, okay. That, you, you that gotta... would make sense, but I, I don't want to think Brian's a face. So I'm gonna I'm gonna call some shenanigans. Oh yeah. I think Brian turns, so I'm gonna go with the 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 butt boys. That's a good. That's good because uh, Daniel Bryan was sneakily in the in the Wyatt family at one point. Or what were they yeah. called? Yeah. Wyatt well, Clan. Yeah. So, uh... Not a good name. <laughs> so that's a, that's a solid prediction. I like that prediction a lot, actually. But yeah, put me down for uh, Daniel Bryan, Roman Reigns. Yeah, Reigns, Reigns and Bryan would be like the... You would guess that after a busy, busy week like they've had. Well, just like, if they don't do what you said, like, what's the point? Like, get this yeah. over with and move on. But if they do yeah. that, that makes sense. For sure. Um, Alright, up next. Next we'll go uh, Bailey, current champion versus Charlotte Flair. Singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's Championship. A rematch from, um, what was our last pay-per-view? Clash? Yeah. Rematch from Clash of Champions when Bailey stole one. Um, oh yeah, your pick. Shit, uh, he said this was just a straight match? Yep. Uh, man. I know where you're going, so I'm going opposite. I'll go Bailey to retain, even though I think they, they probably will put it on Charlotte for the Fox audience. <laughs> yeah, I, I actually... If I was putting money on this, I'd probably go Bailey as well. Oh, really? Yeah. But I'm gonna so, go. I'll uh, go. I'm gonna go Bailey. Do you, do you want to go Bailey for the podcast or Charlotte? No, I'll go Charlotte. I'll mark. I'll stay true to Mark. There you go. When you're on the podcast, you gotta mark out. You gotta mark out. 
Uh, and then we'll go our first one of two Hell in the Cell matches. First one's the women's side. Becky Lynch, current champion versus Sasha, Hell in the Cell match for the Raw Women's Championship. Um, I believe your pick? Yes. Let's see. Are you ready for a good time? (laughs) I'll go Sasha. Sorry, dead air there. I want to fill it in. <laughs> I'll go Sasha. You're going Sasha? Yeah, because I could see Sasha actually getting, like, this actually happening, and then her and Bailey have titles. Oh, man. You know what I mean? I, I think Bailey will retain, and then I think Sasha gets it, and then you got the bad guys have the titles all of a sudden. You know, Eric, if this SmackDown debut taught me anything, it's that they put Becky's ass all over the place, which means she's not going nowhere, and I'm a mark out. Hell yeah. Becky's keeping this, and she's keeping it for a while. Hell yeah. I hope so. Because they they love to market her. She's great. Yeah, like she should be the t- she should be the champion. I was just also, real quick side note. I just remembered this, but Thursday night football at halftime, they had Roman out with Terry Bradshaw and Strahan and uh, Gonzalez. And they're out in the rain in Seattle, but Roman had a fucking tux on and just like he he killed it. He looked great. He, he killed his appearance. He he killed the interview. The other guys weren't smooth, but Roman was smooth. He's so smooth. <laughs> It was amazing. I was like, man, hats off to you. You just made the WWE look great. Oh, he does. He He's like their uh, new John Cena type of cat. Yeah. They put oh, him, he's so smooth. Yeah, they put him out there for the interviews and stuff. The P, yeah. the PR face. He, he, can, he can do it really well. His hair is amazing, man. <laughs> yeah, silky smooth. Man. Yeah. Man, he needs to do head and shoulder seriously i mean we could all dream like any of us would be lucky to have that hair (laughs) oh god they're amazing uh so last match is uh fiend and rollins yep fiend versus rollins rollins current champ hell in the cell match um i think your pick These, these are some difficult matches man they really are because I don't like the feed getting it, but I'm, I'm, I'm making a bold prediction here. I'm going feed. I don't want to, but I'm going feed. Yeah, it's. I mean, you, you can see it. I'm going to go Seth. Nice. I'm going to go... Boy, bear down. I don't know what could happen, but I know what you mean. Like, they put him in the okay. cell. You can't imagine the Fiend losing. But I'm I, like, what, that, what shenanigans? Like, if somebody could get in there to help Seth, who would it be? I mean, to uh, to yeah, to help Seth. I mean, uh, you'd think Roman. I would say Dean Ambrose, but he just put someone through a table on another program. So you're probably right, man. It's probably gonna be Bray. It's just like I don't know. I I, I would wait if I were them, but. Yeah, but uh, you, you can tell they're sweating. So well, they, they, they want to they hit it when the skill's hot. Yeah, well, I heard a take that, uh, well, just a, a fantasy booking, 
that uh, the fee- the Undertaker's last real like Undertaker. They brought him out now a bunch of times for stupid shit, and now he needs one last run, like an actual run. With uh, with a with a feud, you know what I mean, and then call it quits, done. Yeah. And it then the fantasy booking was it would be the fiend, which is cool. I I have been a fan of that just because that leads to Taker losing. Yes. You can't lose to Bray Wyatt. Sorry, that's not that's <laughs> not gonna happen. It's just hard. I, 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 I literally will not allow that. I will call Vince up personally and be like, "You motherfucker." Yeah, I mean it's it's like, but a lot of times when they when they do go for good, they lose. Yeah, that's true. So, I think that would be a cool story. Like, yeah, that would suck. But imagine the actual the feud, like if it was like five months long. It, I think yeah, it, it can be some, uh, it's just it's a very weird dynamic with Bray. He's still not sure what his dynamic is, and you put an old ass Undertaker who like that would hurt Bray's status as get uh, getting over because you're putting up him against like the fucking Phenom. Yeah, so I, I'm not a huge fan of it, but we'll see. Yeah, well, I mean, who knows? That's just somebody's fantasy booking. It might not happen. No, I've heard Steve talk about that. He says the internet's going wild with that rumor too. Well, I mean, it, it, yeah, I th- I think it would be cool. I don't know. I I agree with that sentiment that quit dragging the Undertaker out for this stupid shit. Yeah. I mean, you can do that as long as he wants to, but when it's time and he really wants to go out, let's let's have one more actual feud. Yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm down with the feud. I just don't know if Bray's the right person. But. Yeah. Well, that's yeah, how that's how the cell. Wild fucking week in wrestling sauce. Yeah, it was. And uh, it's not over yet. Tomorrow night we got Hell in the Cell. <laughs> it's a busy fucking week. A busy, busy. Um. So, anything else before we go, Jeff? Or I think we pretty much covered it here. We're at an hour and thirty-five minutes. Yeah, go Bears. Fuck yeah. Go Bears <laughs> versus Oakland's dumbass who released Mac. But it's gonna yep. be a stupid London game. So when is that? Is it early? No, it's actually at normal time. Oh, yeah? It's going to be like, Adam said it's like 7 or 8 o'clock, so it's prime time for London, but here it will be uh, noon central, 11 mountain. Oh, cool. And and how do we watch? I think Fox. I mean, for you, I'm not going to be able to watch, but Fox. Okay. Wait, you don't, you're not going to be able to watch at all? Well, actually, I got work tomorrow, but... Even if I was here, I probably, uh, chances are, that we wouldn't get that game. That sucks. Yeah. All right, Jeff. Well, we'll talk to you next week. Uh, We'll figure out a way to watch uh, Hell in the Cell. Yeah. See what else they come up with. I can't believe they only announced four matches. Yeah, man. Uh, They'll definitely throw out more on the internet for sure. We're not having a four-match review. No. And then yeah, we'll 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 probably switch formats and well I don't know. It's, we're at we're at a very we're at a very crazy time in the podcast world. Yeah, so we'll we'll try to get it out early in the week, but if we can't, you know, we'll we'll still be here eventually. Well, I mean, if you do it on Saturday, you get the full recap. Yeah, that's true. But then there's not a lot of turnaround time. No. Uh, 
These podcasts are hard, man. That's why you got to go to a four-year accredited university called Pod U. Yeah, man. Plug that shit. To really get her down. <laughs> uh, night, night. Some bitch Kane, night, night. <laughs> but now I don't understand. Start calling it. Now I don't understand. Good. Huh? Said, okay. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important. Two kinds of bacon and all kinds of delicious. Say hello to Donato's new Bacon Duo pizzas. Two pizzas, each with two kinds of bacon. Try the new Pepperoni Bacon Duo with pepperoni, Canadian bacon, and hardwood smoked bacon. And the Chipotle Bacon Duo with Canadian bacon and Chipotle seasoned bacon. Now get $2 off a large Bacon Duo or any large pizza. Use promo code 2. Donato's. Every piece is important.